0: Friends, welcome to season two of Terry's Mysterious Moments. Thank you for listening to the show. I hope you find something interesting, or maybe something spooky, or maybe something just mysterious. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to another week of Musical Mysteries on Station TMM, Terry's Mysterious Moments, coming to you from Texas. And this is Terry. Hi, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the last episode about the celebrities who died in plane crashes. I could have spoken more about them, but there is limited time. Well, tonight I want to do another subject on musical celebrities, but this is an interesting viewpoint on when they died, not how they died. So let's get started with the show, okay? <laughs> That's a classic song from 1974 by the Righteous Brothers. It's called Rock and Roll Heaven. If you believe in forever, then life is just a one-night stand. If there's a rock and roll heaven, then you know they've got a hell of a band. That's true because of all the musicians who have died. Well, tonight we're going to look at musicians who died and joined a specific club, if you will. It's not an actual club, but it's named one, because they all died at the age of 27. It's called the Forever 27 Club, and the number 27 may be the most infamous number in the history of rock music, and it's taken on mythic proportions due to the prevalence of musicians who died at the age of 27. The 27 death phenomenon started to become prevalent during the years 1969 to 1971. During that period, the rock and roll world lost the following musicians due to death Dickie Pride, Brian Jones, Alan Blind Al Wilson, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and R. Lester Dyke Christian. The name Forever 27 Club was not coined to refer to this until Kurt Cobain died on April 5th of 1994. Since his death, there's been a lot of focus in the media surrounding the 27 death phenomenon. Also, the high-profile death of Amy Winehouse on July 23rd, 2011, once again brought renewed interest concerning the 27 Club. With the June 19, 2016 death of actor Anton Yelchin, who, as you know, played Pavel Chekhov in the reboot of the Star Trek movie series, the 27 Club was once again starting to make news. With his death, the media started to include young actors. Even though their deaths were as equally tragic, this story is going to focus on the musicians that died at that age even though the formation of the 27 Club is quite often linked to 1969 with the death of Rolling Stones bassist Brian Jones. There were a number of musicians who died at the age of 27 prior to that. The most prominent is one of the founding fathers of the blues, Robert Johnson. Now let's look at a list of Forever 27 Club members. This will not be an exhaustive list, and I will not read all the names on them, because frankly, a lot of them don't make sense to me. I've never heard of them. I don't make light of their deaths at the age of 27, but if I don't know them, I'm not going to read them. So let's start with the aforementioned Robert Johnson. He was known as an influential blues artist, and he died in 1938, but... It was under interesting circumstances. It says that his cause of death is unknown, but a lot of people blame strychnine poisoning. And as Forrest Gump says, that's all I have to say about that. Jesse Belvin, who is an R and B singer, pianist, and songwriter, died in a car crash in nineteen sixty. Rudy Lewis, who was a vocalist for the group The Drifters, died in nineteen sixty four possible drug overdose. Joe Henderson, who was a gospel and R and B singer, died in nineteen sixty four of a heart attack. Malcolm Hale, who was a member, an original member and lead guitarist of Spanky and Our Gang, died of carbon monoxide poisoning in nineteen sixty eight. Dickie Pride, who was a rock and roll singer, died in nineteen sixty nine from an overdose of sleeping pills. Brian Jones, the famous Rolling Stones founder, guitarist, and multi-instrumentalist, drowned in 1969. A singer named Alan Blindowl Wilson was a lead singer and primary songwriter for the group Canned Heat. Died in 1970. Suspected suicide. Jimi Hendrix, we all know Jimi Hendrix. He of the Purple Haze. He of all along the Watchtower. He was an electric guitar pioneer. He was a left-hander, by the way. He was a singer and songwriter and led the Jimi Hendrix Experience and Band of Gypsies. Died in 1970. Died of asphyxiation, which is disputed by those who were in, with him when he died. Janis Joplin. Front woman and songwriter for Big Brother and the Holding Company, the Cosmic Blues Band, and Full Tilt Boogie Band. Died also in 1970. Very possible drug uh, heroin overdose. Singer named Arlester Dyke Christian. Front man and bassist for influential American funk band Dyke and the Blazers. Died in 1971. He was murdered. Jim Morrison. Died in 1971. There was no autopsy. The cause of death is disputed. Linda Jones, who was a soul singer. Died in 1972 of diabetes. Les Harvey, who was was a guitarist for Stone the Crows. Died in 1972 from electrocution. Ron Pigpen McKernan was a founding member of the, song, of the group The Grateful Dead. He died of a gastrointestinal hemorrhage in 1973. Roger Lee Durham a singer and percussionist for R&B group Bloodstone died in 1973 from injuries from falling off a horse. Wallace Yon Y-O-H-N was an organist for jazz rock band Chase. 1974, died in a plane crash. Dave Zander Alexander, or, original bassist for influential proto-punk band The Stooges. Died in 1975 from pneumonia. Pete Ham, who was a singer, guitar player, and songwriter for the band Badfinger. Died in 1975 of suicide. Gary Thane, who was a former bassist of Uriah Heep and the Keith Hartley Band. Died in 1975 of a heroin overdose. Dee Boone, guitarist, songwriter, and lead singer for punk band The Minutemen. Died in 1985 from a van crash. A man named Pete de Fritas Arfritis, Freitas, or Freitas, F R E I T A S, was a drummer for Echo and the Bunny Men. Died in 1989 from a motorcycle crash. Kurt Cobain, of course, died. He was a founding member and lead singer, guitarist, and songwriter for Nirvana. He died in 1994 from suicide. Kristen Pfaff, P F A F F who was a bass guitarist for Hole, which is Kurt Cobain's wife, lady friend's band, and Janitor Joe, died in 1994 of a heroin overdose. Richie Edwards, lyricist and guitarist for Manic Street Preachers, is listed in 1995, but he was disappeared and then he was officially presumed dead November of 2008. Fat Pat, who's a rapper and member of Screwed Up Click, died in 1998. He was murdered. Freaky Ta, rapper and member of the Lost Boys, died in 1999. He was also murdered. So many names here I don't know. I'm just skipping over them because I don't know that you'd know him, but then again, some of y'all are much younger than me. We get to Amy Winehouse, a singer-songwriter, heavy makeup user. Had a nice voice. She died in 2011 from alcohol poisoning. I remember when she died because my wife and I were on vacation in uh, Universal Studios in Orlando when it came over the air, uh, and I'm assuming this is on speakers in the park, But somehow we heard that Amy Winehouse had died. And I thought that was really sad because she did have a good voice and she was a little bit odd, but then again, that's kind of what made her famous. Thomas Lowe, bassist of UK indie rock band Viola Beach. This is unique because he died in a car crash in 2016, which killed the entire band and the manager. You know, because there's so little that has been properly documented about the influence of artist of blues artist Robert Johnson. This has contributed to his legendary folklore. His dying at the young age of 27 also adds to his considerable legend. It was at times contributed to strychnine poisoning, his death that is, but this is widely disputed and the mystery surrounding his death also contributes to a significant legacy. Even though his recordings numbered a scant 29 master recordings that were recorded during 36 and 37, his music was an important part of the fabric of rock and roll. Brian Jones, a founding member and guitarist for the Rolling Stones. Due to developing a serious drug addiction, he was kicked out of the Rolling Stones in 1969 and was replaced by Mick Taylor. Less than a month later, he died on July 3, 1969 due to a tragic drowning accident which took place at his home swimming pool. When people make reference to the 27 Club, Brian Jones is often referred to as the start of that rock movement. His death was the beginning of a two-year period which also marked the deaths of Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison, all at the age of 27. Jimi Hendrix, widely considered to be the greatest guitarist of all time and considered to be one of the most influential musicians in the history of rock. One of the remarkable aspects of Hendrix's recording career is that his rich legacy was primarily primarily established during a three-year period. Jimi Hendrix died at the age of 27 on September 18, 1970. The official cause of death has been cited as asphyxiation caused by an overdose of painkillers. Conspiracy theorists have also cited the possibility of suicide and murder. Like many of the great rock and roll casualties, the mysterious circumstances behind his death have added to his legacy. Janis Joplin The Queen of Psychedelic Soul died just 16 days after Jimi Hendrix on October 4th, 1970. The official cause of death was cited as a heroin overdose, which may have been brought on by the abuse of alcohol. Like many of the members of the 27 Club, she was a deeply troubled artist who lived a hard life. She is also widely considered one of the influ- most influential female vocalists of all times. Jim Morrison, the charismatic front man of the Doors, died at the age of 27 on July 3, 1971. Morrison died two years from the day that Brian Jones died. He allegedly died of a heroin overdose, but because an autopsy was never performed, there is still some debate concerning the official cause. One conspiracy theory involved Morrison faking his death and that he never really died. Jim Morrison was buried at the Père Lachaise Cemetery in Paris, France. His gravesite has become a popular tourist attraction. It has also caused issues with the cemetery due to vandalism. Jim Morrison's longtime companion, Pamela Corson, died on April 25, 1974. She was also 27 years old. Ron Pigpen McKernan was a founding member of the Grateful Dead. On March 3, 1973, he was found dead of a gastrointestinal hemorrhage, which was complicated by alcohol abuse. McKernan also had a brief relationship with fellow 27 Club member Janis Joplin. On a couple of occasions, the two duetted together on the Dead's live standard Turn On Your Love Light. Chris Bell was the lead guitarist, and along with Alex Chilton, he was the primary songwriter for Big Star, Bell left the band after their influential but commercially overlooked Power Pop Jim number one record, and he went on to release two songs in 1978, I Am The Cosmos and You and Your Sister. These two songs were also included in his posthumous debut solo, I Am The Cosmos, which wasn't released until 1992. Bell died December 27th of 78, when he lost control of his Triumph TR7 sports car. His funeral took place the next day on December 28th, which coincided with the birthday of former bandmate Alex Chilton. Bell continues to be an influential figure in the development of power pop and indie rock. D Boone was the guitarist, lead vocalist, and one of the primary songwriters, along with Mike Watt, for the influential hardcore punk band, Minutemen. D. Boone was listed as number 89 on Rolling Stone's list of the 100 greatest guitarists of all times. His guitar style, which had a heavy funk and blues feel, helped make the Minutemen more diverse than the average band from the 80s hardcore scene. Boone died on December 22, 1985 due to a van accident because he had a fever he was laying in the back recuperating when the van crashed since d boone's tragic death mike watt and george hurley of minutemen continued on as firehose every album mike watt has put out either solo or as part of firehose has been dedicated to his fallen compadre he has also written a number of songs as a direct tribute to d boone Kurt Cobain. It was after Kurt Cobain's death on April 5th, 1994, which really started to generate the interest in the 27 death phenomenon. It was after the death of the Nirvana's front man that the term Forever 27 Club, also referred to as the 27 Club, Club 27, and Curse of 27, started to be used. Like many of the previous members of the club, Cobain was deeply troubled, and there were numerous conspiracy theories surrounding his death. The official cause of death is suicide, but there are those that feel he was murdered. In fact, online today, somebody mentioned Kurt Cobain and said he was murdered. Check to see where his wife-girlfriend was. There are also theories that Cobain intentionally timed his death, so he could join his musical idols as a member of the 27 Club. Richie Edwards. The rhythm guitarist and main lyricist of UK alternative band Manic Street Preachers is one of the more mysterious additions to the list. Edwards went missing on February 1st, 1995, and he was presumed dead on November 23rd, 2008. Because his car was found abandoned, on February 17, 1995, in close proximity to Severn Bridge. It is widely believed that he committed suicide. Prior to these events, Edwards was known to be deeply disturbed. One of the more obvious signs is when he took a photo of himself with the words, for real, carved into his arms. The mysterious circumstance surrounding his disappearance have helped cement his cult status within the UK. The ninth album recorded by the Manic Street Preachers, Journal for Plagued Lovers, was released on May 18th, 2009, and featured previously unused lyrics written by Edwards. Amy Winehouse. When Amy Winehouse died of alcohol poisoning on July 23rd, 2011, she became the most high profile member of the 27 Club since Kurt Cobain. Winehouse's death definitely renewed interest in the Curse of 27. Just like the other more high-profile members of, of this club, Winehouse was deeply troubled and she lived a hard life, which led to her premature demise. Her throwback style with an edge was considered to be truly influential to a number of female artists who would go on to achieve substantial success. So the question that is raised at this point is why 27? Why have so many musicians died at the age of 27? There is no shortage of theories. There are numerologists that feel that 27 is a significant number. There are theories concerning the number 20, number of 27 club members that owned white lighters and so on. Many dismiss the 27 death phenomenon as just simply an unexplained coincidence. One factor that is widely noted is that mem- many members of the Club 27 have lived lifestyles that have contributed to dying at an early age. Of course this doesn't fully explain why not 26 or why not 28, but part of the mystique of the 27 mythology is the fact that we don't have any clear answers. It is the unexplained nature that helps ensure the Forever 27 Club place in rock and roll folklore. Well, that's the show for this week, so I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you coming by station TMM to hear the mysteries of rock and roll. Anyway, you know you can contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook and at Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you, see what you think about the show. If you have any stories for me, I'd love to hear from you. If you have any comments, I want to hear from you. Anyway, thanks for listening, and you folks have a great week.